0: Hello, and welcome to episode number two of the Magic Overdose Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking through eight of my top tips if you're starting out your career in magic, or if you're just starting out your hobby in magic. These tips you should find quite valuable. Uh, these are the tips I wish someone has sat down and told me when I was starting out in magic so I hope you get some value from them and hopefully you uh, take some of them on board and if not hopefully you just enjoy listen, listening to me ramble on about what I think is important in magic so with that said sit back relax and enjoy the episode So here we are listening to my top tips and I have eight of them to share with you. So the first tip that I want to share is a bit of a cheesy one, I'm not going to lie, but an important one nevertheless, and that is to be yourself. So that's tip number one, to be yourself. And in all honesty, if you could take one thing away from this podcast, I would say that's the thing to take away today, is to be yourself no matter what. Because in today's world that we live in, with YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, we're always seeing other performers. You know, well, I know I am. They're always popping up on my feed. I'm seeing videos of David Blaine and Darren Brown and Dynamo and all sorts of performers like that and you know and I'm seeing these amazing performances and I'm sure you are too and what can happen is it can be so tempting to see these amazing reactions that they're getting and to see the tricks that they're doing and to think well if they're getting that type of reaction doing that type of material and behaving and speaking in that type of way then maybe that's what I should be doing maybe I should be doing that material maybe I should be dressing in that way maybe I should be speaking in that way and you start slowly replicating what these other performers are doing because you think that's what people are going to want to see but the reason why these performers are getting these amazing reactions is because they are being 100% true to themselves David Blaine isn't trying to be like anyone else David Blaine is being david blaine and he is just doing the material that he wants to do which is bizarre and um, amazing and and that's why it's getting these amazing reactions because people are responding to him people are responding to david blaine so you aren't david blaine so you need to think who do you want to be like who are you um how do you want to perform people want to know who you are and this is something that you really need to consider you know that you need to try and get across your personality you need to do this through your material through what you say through how you dress and you you're not going to be able to do this by trying to replicate someone else and this took me many many years to learn i've been so guilty of it in the past by copying other performers by copying their material by copying the jokes that they do by um, even copying their mannerisms and it got me nowhere the when i started actually seeing some success in my career was when i actually gave up on that and went, well, do you know what, I'm actually just going to start being Alex. And if my audiences don't like that, then they don't like that. And the audiences that do like that, then they're going to have a great time because I'm just going to be me. And then I actually started seeing some success. And, I, and my audiences today, they still love that. And I get repeat bookings and repeat clients from that. And just to finish off on this first point, what I will say is this, my strongest routine that I do, I talk about a story that is very personal to me. I talk about a story about me and my best friend, who was also the best man at my wedding. And it's a true story that is about me and my best friend. I won't go through the whole routine now, or maybe it's for another podcast. But this story, this story, this routine, people come over to me at the end of the show and they say, I love that routine. I love that story. And it's one of these routines that just gets an amazing reaction. And I genuinely think that the reactions from this routine are so strong because I'm giving away a little bit about myself and I'm, I'm exposing that part of my personality and I'm opening myself up to my audience and being me and I'm not trying to be anyone else and because I'm sort of making myself a little bit vulnerable there to my audience my audience really respect that and they can they see that vulnerability and they see that openness and that lets them be open uh to reacting better and they can respond better to the effect. So these are some things to really consider in your performances. Are you showing your personality through your material, through what you're saying, through your mannerisms, through through, through your magic in general? So have a think about that. And just as a rule in general, just be yourself. So that's tip number one, be yourself, and possibly the most important top tip out of the eight that I've got here for you today. Okay, so here we are at tip number two. So tip number two is always remain modest. So if I could travel back in time and speak to myself between the ages of 19 to maybe 21 22 years old I would um, tell myself this piece of advice I'd say you know the older you Alex is telling you to remain modest and stop being such an arrogant dick because that's what I was I was I was an arrogant dick for lack of a better word. Sorry if you're listening to this and you're offended by that word, but there was no other better word to describe me. I was just that. And uh, I would have told myself to be more modest because the problem that I had at that age was that I assumed if I met someone and if I'd met you, it wouldn't have been that I would have been rude to you, but I would have just instantly assumed in my mind that you had no value to share to me that because you're a magician I would have just assumed that I was perhaps better than you or that you didn't have any information that you could share with me because I already knew it and this was a terrible attitude that I had and now that I'm saying it now that it's coming out my mouth I realize how ridiculous it sounds and I'm hoping it sounds ridiculous to you as I say it but believe it or not I meet a fair amount of magicians who kind of give me the vibe that they have this attitude that they feel like they're above other people and it's a very unattractive attitude to have when people have this and it's you should never really behave that way never behave like you're above someone else that you're beyond them Uh, it's not an attractive quality to have and also to be honest it's probably not true Um, there's always something you can learn from someone else even if they're brand new to magic even if they've been doing magic only a couple of weeks there's probably something you could learn from them you could probably learn something from uh, one of their stories and an experience they've had or perhaps they've seen a a piece of magic that inspired them to get into magic and perhaps that might also inspire you to create something new in magic so never write people off and keep levels of modesty. It's really important because uh, it's, it's a more attractive, much more attractive quality to have than arrogance. So if I could go back and talk to myself, I would definitely tell myself this piece of advice. And hopefully uh, I'm catching some of you at, those, at that early stage in your life and uh, you'll, you can take this on board and you can be a, a lovely, charming, modest person as you start your career in magic and if you're already in your career in magic and you've realized that you go well perhaps i could do with some more modesty and hopefully i've caught you at the right time um but then also there's probably a few of you who are listening to this going yes that's obvious advice i'm i'm not going to be an arrogant horrible person and good for you if you're thinking like that you're thinking the right way so anyway that is tip number two always remain modest and uh keep uh keep keep being kind to others okay that's tip number two so tip number three is always challenge yourself it's really important to challenge yourself because as magicians it's very easy to get comfortable in what we're doing. So there's lots of ways to challenge yourself. You can challenge yourself through the material that you're doing. You can pick new material to do um, and maybe perhaps choose something from a book and Learn it and then go out and do it. You can challenge yourself through your performance, type, the type of performance that you're doing. Perhaps if you're a close-up uh, performer, perhaps maybe try doing something on stage. Or if you're used to performing on stage, perhaps try doing some close-up stuff. Uh, perhaps you can uh, challenge yourself within your business. Maybe you want to try and get new, some new business goals and things like that. Um, I understand that perhaps there's a quite there's a few of you who are listening to this. Um, actually, probably quite a lot of you who aren't actually professional magicians, which is totally fine. Um, and you're doing this as a hobby. But I find that there's quite a lot of people who are who are, when they're doing magic as a hobby, they're not performing for actually any people. They're just performing. Um, to, you know, to, to the mirror, to maybe to a couple of friends and family, and then to, to their Instagram account. That's it. Those are the people that, that that's who they're performing for. So perhaps you might want to challenge yourself by going out onto the street one afternoon with a friend who's holding, you know, your phone filming you and go f- perform for a couple of strangers in the park and, try and trying to get some reactions, you know, getting used to approaching some people. Perhaps that's going to be your challenge. So that's what I'd say, always challenge yourself. And perhaps maybe after this podcast, think of a couple of ways that you might want to challenge yourself, you know, over the next couple of weeks, and go out and do it and see how it makes you feel. See how it makes you now feel about magic. And you'll probably find that you'll start actually enjoying it more. When you start challenging yourself, you, you start basically enjoying it more that's one of the reasons why on the magic overdose group we have weekly challenges i set the group a weekly challenge oh, i try to do it every, <laughs> i try to do it every week i sometimes forget but i set the group a weekly challenge uh, to uh, create a, a magic trick based on a theme and um there's there's no sort of real uh, purpose to it other than just to have some fun and to everyone to go out and to create a video based on some theme and um basically to get everyone's brains working in that new way and to rather than to have everyone feeling comfortable in what they know to go out and start thinking in a new way and that's kind of what the challenges are based on and i think it's important to challenge yourself so that's tip number three you know always challenge yourself and see how it makes you feel tip number four we're halfway <laughs> halfway sorry i don't know why i found that funny okay let 's start again, tip number four, so tip number four is make magic friends who you can trust there There is a reason why i 'm putting this tip in there i, I don 't know why I sounded so weird when i when I said that so it sounded very strange anyway. make magic friends who you can trust. there is a reason why i'm why i 'm putting this tip in there. I have some very, very close friends who are also magicians. Uh, possibly my best friends in the entire world are uh, are magicians. Um, I have friends who I go to when I uh, need to pass work to other magicians. And I also have uh, friends who I go to when I want uh, ideas for creating magic tricks, or if I've got an idea for a trick and I'm halfway there and I just need to kind of Go uh, when I when I need help with a certain aspect of creating that trick. I have very specific people I I go to. I even have a friend who is a magician who is uh, also uh, on YouTube. Um, so whenever it, it comes to sort of any sort of filming or media stuff, I if I need his advice, I speak to him because he's great at making youtube videos and filming and all of that stuff so he's very helpful with that so i have loads of different friends who are so helpful with so many different aspects um, in my life and i also try to give them value by helping them when it comes to creating magic helping them with their their performances passing them work um helping helping them if they can't do a gig and things like that so it's really really important um for you to meet other magicians in your area um to to connect with other magicians because you're you're gonna these will be your friends that you'll have for the rest of your life um i understand some of you are going to live in areas around the world where it's not going to be that easy to meet other magicians so the internet is going to be a great place for you to do this um you can use the magic overdose group to do this this is why we have the magic overdose group because uh, you can meet other magicians there. So use the group, meet people there, uh, send some people some messages and say, hey, you know, noticed you live in the same area as I do. Let's, you know, let's meet up for a coffee or something. And, uh, you know, it's a great way, um, you know, to connect because, you know, one of the things that you're always going to have in common is uh, magic and sleight of hand. And and that's going to be the thing that you're always going to have that's going to kind of bind, uh, you know, you guys together. So, um, you know, use the group um, and... Uh, you know if it and um, also you know check out your local magic clubs and things like that and you know c- connect with some people and find some f- find some people who um will probably become your friends for life so that would be uh, there that's tip uh, number 4 is make magic friends who you can trust <laughs> as we're halfway through the podcast, I just wanted to give a few little side notes. One is that the Magic Overdose website is so nearly finished. I'm just beyond excited about it. And I've been working so hard on it. And I can't even tell look, I can't, I'm a one man band here. And I I run everything myself. And um, it's I've been working so hard on it whilst running my my other my magic business whilst running that I've been making this website whilst running the group whilst running my Instagram uh, and now started a podcast. Um, I sometimes don't understand why I put all of this onto myself, but yet here I am and the website is so nearly finished and I'm so excited about it and I can't wait for you guys to get access to it because um, it's been a dream of mine to for, to do something like this to create this this community and i'm just excited to watch it grow and uh you know to see how it's going to help others uh who are interested in magic so the website is very very nearly finished so that's news number one the next bit on the news item is that, um, as you've noticed, there is a podcast. This is podcast number two, and we are now available on all platforms. Um, so you can um, get us on wherever you like to listen to your podcast, basically. So wherever you want to listen to us. Um, so whether that's iTunes or, or Google, I think it's the other one. Well, I, I don't know. I have an iPhone. I listen to them on, on iTunes. Um, but I record this on a platform called Anchor. Now, Anchor is a application which you can download from the App Store. It's called Anchor. And the reason why I'm telling you about Anchor is because I'm recording this podcast on Anchor right now. So if you also want to record a podcast, you can do it on Anchor as well. The cool thing about Anchor is if you listen to the podcast through Anchor, you can also leave me a voice message through Anchor uh, direct. So if any voice message you leave, um, I can actually play it on the podcast so if you leave me a cool voice message or you've got any questions you want to ask me um feel free to send them <laughs> to me through the Anchor app. So you just download Anchor, you can listen to the podcast, and uh, you can then send me a voice message directly through the Anchor app. So that's what I'm telling you about Anchor. And by the way, I am not sponsored by Anchor at all. I'm just a big fan. So that is uh, the news item so far. Um, and let's get back to the top tips. Bit of smooth jazz for you there to uh, make you feel nice and relaxed in my podcast. Time to wake up now, though, because we're at tip number five. So, tip number five is video yourself doing magic. So, the, uh, this is the reason why I'm giving you this tip is because um, this is something I learned, because it was something that I read. In I think it was in Maximum Entertainment, and if you listen to the the last podcast, I told you about all my favorite, uh, some of my favorite books, and um, Maximum Entertainment was in there and I think it says this in there, and it's to record yourself, it's to video record yourself and to watch over your video performances. And this was when I first read this, I was like, okay, yeah, I should get round to doing that. But when I first read this, you know, this tip that they had in Maximum Entertainment, I think this was, you know, it was at a time where there weren't so many the cameras on the on the, on uh, phones you know they they were a bit rubbish and you know video cameras were expensive and now video cameras you know every you know they're very easy to get hold of they you know quite cheap to get hold of and you know even the camera on my iPhone can make you know long high quality you know even 4K videos so it's not difficult to record myself anymore. So I've been I've been recording myself more and more performing. And doing this, I've discovered so many things that I like, and so many things that I really hate that I do when I perform, I've noticed some really bad habits that I've got into that I'm trying to get out of. And I've also noticed some things that are getting really good reactions and that i'm not taking long enough to allow people to really enjoy uh the the moment that i'm moving on too quickly so there's all of these little things i'm noticing so it's really important to record your performances when you can to record a show set up a video camera or perhaps even ask a friend to film you and watch over these full performances and to really try to be objective about it watch over watch over it the first time and you know yes, that was very exciting. That's me performing, then watch it a second time, then watch it a third time, and watch it a fourth time. And by that point, you're going to really start analysing that footage and really start picking it apart and working out ways that you could have made that performance better. And that's what you really want to start doing. So really start, uh, you know, looking at your performance and videoing yourself. So that's tip number five, video yourself doing magic, and you'll see ways to make your performance even better. So tip number six is, when you gig, less is more. So this is a tip, obviously uh, more directed towards people who are currently uh, working as magicians, so whether that's part-time or full-time, but my advice would be, when you gig, less is more. And what I really mean by this is, I'm talking about the material that you choose. Quite often we can... um, we we find our group of people that we're performing for and we rush from one trick to another trick and we have loads and loads of material on us, my advice would be this. Try to cut that material down as much by half if you can more often than not, you'll find that you'll have material that will be, uh, that might be up to like 12 tricks long, or sometimes like eight tricks long. If you can cut that down to four tricks and try and make those four tricks really stunning, really strong with really interesting storyline, then you'll find that that can be even stronger. And then you're going to be relying on your personality to entertain rather than the magic trick. That's when your magic takes goes and takes a new direction. Not only that, but you're also going to be having a lot more pocket space it's going to be a lot more free and you're not going to be having to lug as much uh, props and material uh, to, to events with you. So that would be my advice. Le- less is more. You're going to be finding your audiences reacting better when you're not sort of relying on your material as much, but you're relying on yourself and what you have to say and your plot and, and the storyline and the way you're presenting the tricks becomes a little bit better. So that's what I'd say. Try and cut that material down. The less you do, the more reactions you're going to get. I promise you, it's a brave move, but trust me, if you do it, uh, it will be worthwhile. Tip number seven is niche yourself, or as the Americans would say, niche yourself. But I am British, so I'm going to keep saying niche niching is essentially if you don't know what uh, a niche is if you take a category like magic you can create a niche of that so a niche of magic would be close-up magic and then you can keep niching things down more and more and more so uh, for example you can have magic you can have uh, from from magic you can have close-up magic then you could have uh, perhaps you could have card magic or coin magic, uh, but then you could then let's just say you can take one of those niches and then keep niching it down. So you can have card magic, and then from card magic, you've got uh, things like uh, cardistry. You've got table magic. Um, you've got gambling demonstrations, and then from there you could then think about uh, what what you dress, what your uh, wh- how you speak, what your performance style is like, and all of those sort of things. So you could you know you could end up being like someone uh, like um, Richard Turner, for example, who is someone who looks a bit like a, a, a cowboy almost. Um, I, th- I think I think someone from the from the West um, who does gambling demonstrations, and you can't really get much more niche than that in the magic world. So he's someone who is definitely going to get recognition for what he does, more than probably other people who do gambling demonstrations. Um, part of the fact also that he's blind as well. So he's, he's a blind, he's, he's blind he, he looks unique as well. He does gambling demonstrations, not just magic. Um, and he's very skilled with what he does as well. So he's got all of these things working for him, but really set him apart from everyone else. So you've got to start thinking about what was going to set you apart from everyone else. How are you going to make yourself different from the competition? So are you going to be doing that from the material that you do? Are you going to be doing that by what you wear, by um, how you dress, by the way you act? Um, How are you going to do this? How are you going to set yourself apart? So it's important to start thinking about niching niching will uh, really uh, push your career forward Uh, as soon as i started doing this about five years ago um, literally work started flooding in Uh, work was a bit slow five years ago because i was just another magician and mind reader that was in london Um, i decided to take the step to no longer be a magician but to only be a mind reader so i just I, i moved across to just being a mentalist just being a mind reader and I, uh, I then rebranded myself as something else and then honestly uh, things just really took off from there so uh, my one of the best bits of advice I can give anyone who's looking to work as a magician part-time or full-time is to find your niche to find what makes you special what sets you apart from everyone else so have a little think about that and if you need help with that then uh, let's talk about it uh, in in the magic overdose group and i would be happy that to help out So that's tip number seven. So tip number eight, the final tip of the day, and that is to be active on social media. I know what that sounds like. You're probably thinking, yeah, I get it. I'll make some posts on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter and all of that. get it. I'll do it. Whatever and it sounds a bit lame and you kind of know in your mind you should be doing it because it's a really good way to promote yourself but whatever you're not really doing it so here's the thing if I could go back in time and I could speak to myself I could go back five years and I could say to myself what could I do to improve my career and I could go back in time five years I would say to myself every day post something new, post a new video, post a new photo, tell the world what you're doing. And that way I could go back in time and I could look at what, uh, I'm improving on I could you know I could go back and look over the last six months and I go look what I like and what I dislike and how I'm improving and what people like to see and what they don't like to see and also you know social media is just such a great way to get your material out there it's a great way for people to find out about you for people to For your friends and for your family to know that you are an active uh, magician, that you like to perform, that you want people to see your magic. This is the way that people are going to find out about you and say, hey, we've got a Christmas party or we've got a summer party. We'd love you to come and perform at it. Will you come do it? And you're going to get gigs booked this way. But if you're not being proactive, if you're not being active on your social media, no one's going to see you, no one's going to know about you. And, uh, you know, the gigs will never happen. So I understand not all of you are doing it about the gigs. But a lot of you are going to want followers on instagram and things like that and the way to do that is by posting a lot and by posting good content and um by being active by liking other people's uh, stuff and by commenting and just by being there by being active so whatever your objectives whatever your goals are when it comes to your sort of magic uh goals um social media is going to help you a lot. So be active on social media, be there, be active, post a lot, post videos, and I promise you it will really help. Uh, It will really reward you, it will help you. So that is my last uh, bit of advice of the day. Uh, Be active on social media. We've come to the end of the podcast. Don't be too sad. There'll be more, I promise. I'll make some more. If you have ideas for any podcasts that you would like to listen to, if you'd like me to chat and ramble about any topics in particular then send me a message. Uh, You can write to me in the group or contact me on Facebook or you can leave me a voice message through Anchor if you like. That would be very exciting for me since I haven't had one yet. So that would be the most exciting thing you could possibly do is send me a voice message through this app. Um, That would make my day no make my year possibly um so you could do that um so yeah always happy to um have any suggestions if not then i'll just keep making them on stuff that i think is interesting I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys get a little bit of use from it. Um, these were just some stuff. These were just some tips that I, I thought of, that I wrote down, and that I think, uh, you know, hopefully that a lot, of, a lot of you will get some value out of. And even if you don't, um, you know, even if not all eight are applying to you, maybe hopefully one or two will, and, um, and the others will just kind of be there in the back of your mind, and maybe one day you, you'll remember them and they'll you know they'll be of some use to you at some point in your life so anyway i hope you enjoyed this episode and uh i will uh i will keep you updated for when the next one is around hopefully it'll be uh won't be much longer than a week or so um all right and uh i think that's it until next time uh keep well all right see ya bye